What's up, everybody, and welcome to the newest installment of the Minority Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge. With me, as usual, is my biracial consigliere, J. Shell. What it is, everybody? Yo, so um, <laughs> we're coming off of, we're going, are you still holiday shopping? Uh, yes, not Black Friday. Well, yeah, I, I, um, but you said about Black Friday, but you did yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. But I, um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm still like need to get like some presents for my girlfriend, mom, dad, uh, niece, sister. I, so, yeah. I hate, I hate holiday shopping, man. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. You know, I already kind of finished mine. I only got my, my girlfriend left. Well, part of her present, I got her some, she's mm-hmm. the hardest person to shop for because yeah. she likes utility stuff like utilitarian stuff like shit you can use yeah and not like like for example for her birthday i got mm-hmm. her an air fryer yeah and she she loved it like yeah. she don't like what we used to refer to as tchotchkes <laughs> you, know? you and your religious tchotchkes now, the people refer to them as collectibles right but yeah she don't she don't really care for those yeah i i've you know because I've, I've been to your house and everything and she doesn't it's it's a stark contrast from what your apartment was because your apartment was all collectibles i mean you know she tried to say i'm a hoarder i said no i'm a collector yeah a no a hoarder is like you know collecting like diapers and, and spoons and, from, yeah you know, i remember this is my first date so I kept this spoon. Right. So yeah. Man. So, yeah, you that's hoarder. It's like right there, I feel like that girl that used to wrestle. You nasty. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. her name? Oh, uh, Lacey. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You nasty. But yeah. No, but, but no, no, my, uh, you know, my mom is the same way. Like, she's hard to shop for because she really doesn't have much, many pop culture interests. Like, I would say the Beatles, Lawrence Welk is all I could think of. Lawrence Welk, holy yeah, shit. My mom's old. <laughs> Good your, mom, night. Your, your mom's a boomer. Yep. <laughs> but, um, he goes, but, what was it? He goes, it's, was it that bubble time? He goes, it's the Lawrence Welk show. Oh, with that little skinny mic. <laughs> Probably always wouldn't even mic. It was probably just like no, some stick. He was a he was a band leader. It was but no, a little but, sticky. Yeah, but he also had like the little stick mic. Like oh, when the he Bob wasn't, Barker mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call that the Bob Barker mic. Right. Looks like what you put put into someone like when they're checking for like kidney stones it's like or whatever. An, it's like an antenna with a little ball at the end. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she loved like the uh, she likes Lawrence Wug. I mean, she does like some uh, Michael Bublé. Oh yeah. Thing. I mean, yeah. who don't like like Michael yeah. You know, um, I don't know nobody like my bubbly. Yeah, but but um like but like uh, but like Sammy, she yeah. uh, she likes um utilitarian have stuff you, and everything. Have you gotten have you gotten Mariah yet? Not yet. Not yet. Me not either. Yet. Okay. And I dodged that bullet. Okay, I'm not I, I I don't mind Mariah, you know. Like, you know, I'm all about Mariah. It's Wham that I'm looking out for because I'm trying to survive Whamageddon. <laughs> like, don't Whamageddon? Yeah. So for I didn't folks, know that was a thing. It was. So for folks, oh, you who, mean last Christmas? Yep. I gave you my heart. So yeah. So for folks who don't know, like, so Whamageddon is a challenge from like December first to the twenty fourth. You have to avoid listening to Wham. Well, that's like getting Mariah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It has to be the original Wham song. So yeah. remixes are okay. Um, some guy singing it on the corner, yeah, that's okay that's as well. Okay. Yeah, so be careful when you turn on your radio, your Spotify, your Pandora, whatever, and well, everything. First of all, it's not Wham. Mm-hmm. It's Wham. Yeah. <laughs> no, I avoided, I haven't gotten hit with it. But you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I actually had that album. It was called yeah. A Very Special Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was them. Uh, Run DMC had a track on there called um, Christmas and Hollis. Christmas and Hollis. Yeah, yeah. Burm. It, it, you, you you two had a song on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it Big 
baby, please come yeah. home. Yeah, that one was on there. There was a whole bunch of, oh, the Arithmics mm. had one on there, the mm. little drummer sweet, boy. Oh, yeah, you mean sweet dreams are yeah, made Yeah, the Arithmics, they had a track on there. It was yeah. a whole album of uh, contemporary singers mm. of the time uh, doing uh, songs. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I ain't going to lie, my favorite Christmas song mm. is uh, the UK, uh, Do They Know It's Christmas? Oh, yeah. That they, was like that was like kind of like a... Um, it was the, it was the it was version the, of We Are, we the, are world. the World. Yeah. yeah. Well, who was... I know Wham was on there. Yeah, it was um, Bob Geffen did it. Uh, it was um, a Bananarama, mm, Phil oh, Collins. Love, yep. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, yeah. Damn, I can't remember everybody mm. was on there. It was... Oh, these guys. What's the name? Um, uh, fuck. The... the Rio, uh, oh, oh, like uh, Duran Duran, Duran Duran, yeah, dude, they, they had like a lot Ringo of like, Star, yep, yep, damn, dude, they had a lot of like yep. great, uh, great artists on there, yep. but you know, what's funny is that, um, Boy George, uh, Boy George is on there, George dude. Michael, well, it's a great song, too, do yeah. they know it's Christmas, yes. but you know, what's funny, um, he's a world, yeah. and of course, Bono was on there, oh, uh, of course, yeah, um, but did you say Bowie because he was on there, Bowie was on there, Bowie's on there, yeah, yep. uh, but um, what was it? I remember, uh, I love the 80s 3D, they talked about that in the 1984 episode, yeah, and Graham Norton's one of the talking heads on there, and he says, Oh, yeah, this is before you know, Ben, you know, before we are the world, we cared about the uh, before all of you were stuffing your faces like what <laughs> we love, english cared more than I before you guys Norton. yeah <laughs> grand norton's fucking hilarious too yeah I, oh tears for fears yeah. yeah have you have you ever seen tom hiddleston's uh impression of uh Grand? oh Norton? yes of course fucking you you on. you you haven't been on the show <laughs> but no um but yeah that was, that was a great one honestly like you know i you know honestly i love wham straight up so if i no, get no, if no. I, wham <laughs> i'm not gonna do it brothers i don't want to pass out <laughs> But anyway, um, if I get Whamageddon, so be it. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, dude, that actually is a pretty good song. Dude. It is. Actually, I remember when I actually, um, the last time I got uh, whammed, uh, I was at, I, um, I stopped for gas. Yeah. And I go into the gas station. You had gas? Yeah. Don't, don't we all? <laughs> um, but no, but there was a Santa Claus and a Mrs. Claus there that was feeling up and everything. What? Yep. Oh, I thought you said filling up. <laughs> well, we, we don't know what happened at that party. Because you, you don't know what happens behind claws doors. Because uh, <laughs> according to because according to SNL, Mr. and Mrs. Claus are a couple of freak daddies. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. did you see that skit with Jason Momoa on SNL? Oh, Wait, the elf on the shelf. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been Timmy's elf for, for thirteen years. <laughs> yeah, but lately things have changed. <laughs> I've seen them things. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, but yeah. So I see them and I was like, "Oh, Santa, Miss Claus, Happy Merry Christmas." They're like, "Oh, Merry Christmas, young man," and everything. Get into my car, turn on my radio. What hat? What place? Last Christmas. Fucking Santa Claus whammed me. <laughs> <laughs> you got Santa whammed right whoa wait yeah. <laughs> Jingle Dude, bell. you know there's a kink for that oh of course Bad Santa taught us that remember <laughs> fucking Lauren Graham from uh, she was she had a Santa fetish yeah, yeah. what about the time Meg um, family guy yeah. she had she had her first uh, you know uh, sitting on Santa's lap oh my god yeah. <laughs> that is such I'm sorry but that is such white girl shit there <laughs> having a fetish for santa claus yeah, yeah. Well, you know you, who don't do that you know who don't do that <laughs> <laughs> you know what they, you, but you know what they say right mm. if it exists there's, there's a, king a king for it oh yeah 
Yeah, just like if it exists, there's a porn for it. See, that's why you always be careful when you Google when you Google something, even the most innocent thing. Like Ted Two taught us, like you could Google whatever you want, and it'll still come up with black cocks, <laughs> bunch of big black cocks, cocks and everything. Yeah. yeah, I looked up. I was trying to go, like sign up for Obamacare, and five minutes later, she's looking at black cocks. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene in that movie uh, was when he goes, "Oh my God, so what, what is porn. it? There's so much." Porn. Why do you look into my stash? Your private stash. It was out there. They were right open. They were hit. <laughs> <laughs> and they spent like the next time like burying it, destroying it. And Take it out to the middle of the fucking <laughs> river. <laughs> the, lake, the, the fucking ocean. And they do that whole thumbs up underwater. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. That, dude, that Honestly, Ted 2 was one of the only sequels that's probably as funny as the first movie. You, you know why? Because they had a better leading lady. Oh, like, uh, Amanda, Amanda Seyfried was way better. Well, like, she plays a great straight girl slash comedy. Yeah. Because that whole scene when they, <laughs> when they go, it goes, you know, oh, I bet you've never read F. Foscott, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Why do you want to, why do you say Wait, 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 wait. What do you ever do to you? What? what, do you what yeah, what you just said you F. Scott, Scott Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Whatever Scott Fitzgerald ever do to you. He goes, he goes, you know, fuck Scott. He goes, no, that was his first name. He goes, his, his first name is fuck? fuck? <laughs> no. He goes, yeah, but I bet you don't know who Club Lang is. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like, uh, um, Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. What was it? Um, it was like, uh, do you, um, Oh, it's a god. Uh, do you know what uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Cover Link could kick his ass. <laughs> do you know who? Do you know who wrote The Great Gatsby? Uh, Judy Bloom, Hitler. Hitler? <laughs> uh, that one and no. when she goes, do I have? Do I have? Come fuck me eyes? No, you haven't. No, you have. Give me the ring, precious eyes. <laughs> but you know, I love. I I uh, I am grateful for Ted too bringing in like into the lexicon, like you know, pop culture literate. Yeah. Because l- let me tell you, man, I've met some people that were straight up literally pop culture literate. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So okay, so check it. I remember. Um, uh, I took a like what I think it was like storyline storytelling for gaming class back in college, and there was this one girl, basic as fuck. Um, she says, well, you did go to ASU. True. Yeah. yeah. Becky's were all around. But, um, <laughs> so she sits at our desk and she's like, Hey guys, I saw this really great movie over the weekend. So it's a guy that's like dressed like a clown and he's robbing banks. And there's this guy dressed like a bat that's trying to stop him. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you talking about the dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah. That's Batman. Oh, I've never heard of him. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? I love that they threw that into the Avengers also, the pop culture. <laughs> Wait, what, was it uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's that really old movie, you know? With the, oh, yeah. <laughs> with reference Star Wars. It gets worse. <laughs> now that you mentioned Spider-Man, it gets worse. I was like, Wait, you've never heard of Batman? No. Or Superman? No. What about Spider-Man? Is that a guy with like eight arms or something? And I'm looking at her like uh, Forrest Whitaker eye meme. I was <laughs> I, I was like, look, I would look at her and be like, the dude, the kid from uh, Slandlot, you're yeah. killing me, Smalls. I was like, how the fuck can you be in a gaming class and you don't know any of these heroes? How the fuck are you still living to this day without knowing? <laughs> because this isn't like you don't know Black Panther or you don't know Star Lord. These are pop culture iconic Icons. characters. I mean, not even pop culture. They're just iconic. Period. Yeah, you can't t- show somebody the Superman logo without them going that's superman yeah or batman and they go that's batman right right. Did she live it oh maybe she lived in the cult growing up she lived on a commune i would have thought so too however <laughs> here's what like uh de- um debunked that so she was really into like j-pop bands oh god 
Um, well, no, that's not the problem and everything. I dig some J-pop and everything. So she's talking about like these J-pop bands and everything, like Gact and everything. And I almost had like a meltdown. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know who Gact is, but you don't know who the fuck Spider-Man is? Yeah. Make it's, it make sense. I, what is even funnier is when people think that you're supposed to know their like sub-love. Yeah. Like there was a dude that we used to know. Yeah, he was all into these female cosplayers and be like oh it's <laughs> oh it's he was a stalker Sh- it's shimori play or cosplay i'm like who uh. you don't know who she oh i'm sorry my bad well i should go fuck myself no right. <laughs> i don't know oh I, I i said that too like he was talking about d pity or whatever his name was oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. uh and um i said like oh yeah i'm not familiar with him you don't know him <gasps> i was like shut up oh. this isn't this this isn't like martin luther king or fucking like um uh you know ron um uh, what's it called? Uh, Mr. Rogers yeah. and everything. These are people that only a select niche Bro, know. I, I almost <laughs> felt like uh, Joey and friends. He goes, Joey, you didn't read the Lord of the Rings hey. in high school? No, no. I had sex I, in I, high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. he goes, oh, you don't know who Deep Pity is? Like, no, no. I, I have a life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who uh, Candy Girl cosplay is? <laughs> you don't know who Shamalamalamadingo <laughs> cosplay is? No, because unlike you, I don't have their fucking posters up on my uh, wall like some kind of serial killer looking for the perf- <laughs> looking for the perfect skin. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking Buffalo Bill, motherfucker! Puts the lotion on. again. No, yeah, he was um, he was one of those dudes that thought he was gonna date some famous cosplayer, or quote unquote famous cosplayer. Oh my god, he uh, he was Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was more like little puppet. <laughs> <laughs> little puppet. <laughs> Yo, uh, was it? I've been wanting. Oh, there's a movie out right now, The Marvels, mm. to, just to change gears. Yeah. Everybody's talking shit about it. It's like Dude, it, it was under under. Uh, it's under. Um, I'm not approving. Fuck. It's underperforming. Yeah. Like, because they're comparing it to other Marvel movies. Yeah. I was like, bro, okay. What's happening is a lot of these simps Mm -hmm. won't go see a movie with an all female cast because they have these dream fantasies, even though they're like, I'm 100% heterosexual, yet you like to see movies with men with their shirts off. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay. (laughs) See, the thing is, the Marvels has three things going against it, apparently. A white woman lead, a black woman lead, and a Pakistani well, woman lead. Well, a strong women lead, period. Yeah. And yeah. then strong women of color. Yeah. You know? So they, they don't need a man to come rescue them. Yeah. So you know the fucking neckbeards hate that shit. See, um, my girlfriend and I saw The Marvels. Right. We loved it. It right. was a great movie. Honestly, it was way better than Captain Marvel. because really? it had Oh, yeah. Because it had way better um, writers and directors. Well, it, from the little bit I've seen of it, mm-hmm. it has great... Like it has comedy, but it's not over the top. Right. It's kind of like what um, Ragnarok did, but yeah. not what Love and Thunder did. Yeah, because Ragnarok was good. Because yes, there was some comedy. It balanced in it. it out, right? Yeah, but in in Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi went a little bit. Yeah, too he, far he with jumped it. the shark. Yeah. yeah, but no, with this one, it it was great. Like I will say, like it does suffer from Marvel, like Marvel villain yeah. um, syndrome, which the main villain weak, is a, it's a weak villain, weak bland yeah. villain. Yeah. Um, however, the chemistry between Brie Larson, uh, Iman, and uh, Tanoya yeah. is amazing. Well, like heard, they they play so well together with right. each other and everything. I heard another big problem with it though that some people complained was not complain, but they mm-hmm. were saying. You have to watch Miss Marvel and WandaVision before you watch it. Mm-hmm. If not, you really won't understand the two characters. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't I don't see it that way. I was like, okay, yeah. they just introduced two new characters. Yeah. You I mean, you didn't have to watch the first Thor movie or sorry, Ragnarok to mm. to understand who Valkyrie was in the mm. next movie, you know. Mm-hmm. So it just does. To me, it didn't make sense. No, I think honestly, it was a it's just out. no. Honestly, it's just reaching. But also, it did really show the um, the gender bias in the media. Oh yeah, absolutely. because there's always all these fucking clickbait articles about the Marvels always bombing with audiences, blah blah blah, yeah. and everything. And if you look at it, it's actually scoring really well with audiences. Yeah, and um, and it's just that you know hate hate gets clicks. Well, here's the thing. In my opinion, because mm-hmm. Barbie was huge, but again, Barbie, they, a lot of people took their kids to go see it. Mm-hmm. But it was huge because yes, the, it was a female lead, mm-hmm. but she wasn't a powerful female lead. Like she was a female lead, yeah, and you know she controls the story, but it wasn't like the Marvels where it's like this strong superhero female leads, mm-hmm. and pretty much the whole, uh, like sixty percent of the cast is is female, yeah. You know, it doesn't look like there's a lot of mm-hmm. like male influence in the movie, right? But it doesn't need to be. No, I mean no, it, no. it's it's supposed to be the Marvels, which is Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and mm-hmm. is she going by Photon in the movie? Uh yes, yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. I th- you know that was actually one of like the like the recurring jokes. We got to think of a superhero name for you yeah. and everything, and because she was technically in the comics, canonically, she's Captain Marvel three. Yeah. And then she becomes Photon later on. And I think Carol Danvers comes back. Didn't she also become like a Spectrum? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah, yeah. she was Photon and I think now she's Spectrum. Yeah. Or yeah. vice versa. Something like that. Right. But yeah, she was the first female superhero with a fro mm-hmm. back in the day. But no, she kills it in this one. Like she, yeah, she she's was, really she good. Was, she was amazing. She was great in, in a, WandaVision. Oh, she, she to me she stole the show in WandaVision. Yep. Yeah. Her her and Catherine Hahn. Oh, um, so speaking of him, mm-hmm. somebody uh, somebody told me. I mean, so I read, it, I saw this meme, and it would be great. Mm-hmm. What if they gave him his own series, and it's like an X Files type show? Oh, are you talking about Jimmy Woo? Jimmy Woo. Oh, it would be, be fucking him great. and Darcy yeah. and Luis. Yeah, dude, that yeah. would be great. Oh, the Lone Gunman. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Darcy. Yeah. You mean one of your crushes? Mm-hmm. Cat <laughs> Dennings. Miss Cat Dennings. Yeah. Mrs. Andrew W.K. Yeah, you know what's <laughs> funny? Oh God, what? Really? Oh. <laughs> not a, not a, not a fan of a uh, party hard <laughs> Tra- trailer park what? trailer park rock star uh, i mean he looks like he belongs in a trailer park dude Come yeah, on. yeah yeah so he uh was it she she was great of the clips i've seen in two broke girls mm-hmm. i just haven't found a place to watch the show yeah like two broke girls that sitcom she was in honestly it's really terrible really it is the clips it i've is. seen is pretty funny well see those and are and jennifer coolidge too see okay i love jennifer coolidge but fuck her character is so annoying oh, the russian yeah was or it? polish R- so polish yeah she was like a polish mail order bride well, almost. you know what it is it's like your typical chuck laurie syndrome right. where it's like low-hanging fruit type oh, of humor okay um and also like the most annoying thing they do about sophie is that they try to make her the breakout like yeah. the urkel and so you know how like back in the day when urkel came on it they'd be like Whoa, yeah but yeah. that happened like organically yeah but it, they're not doing it with this one because every time she comes on she's like hi everybody they would play canned applause oh so okay. that's what makes it tacky yeah no the one clip i saw from it that i found really funny uh-huh. it was the one where uh this girl comes in with her boyfriend to order, and she goes, I'll "Oh, the, the hipster! Cheese- I'll have the cheeseburger and French fries." He yeah, goes, and he goes, "She'll have the salad," and she like gets all like hurt by it because yeah, he's he's you really think you need the French fries? And they're like, "Oh, yeah. this motherfucker just didn't." The show <laughs> has its moments, like yeah. it's like it's because like it's carried by like you know 
Uh, of course, they're like they're the main characters, but yeah. like uh, Kat Dennings and uh, Beth Be- uh, Beers, right. but like they have great chemistry and everything. So it hides the fact that the jokes are terrible. Yeah, one of them is was it Rich Daddy cuts? She's Rich Daddy cuts her off, so she has to actually get a job. Uh, close. Rich Daddy goes to pr- uh, prison, oh. like a Bernie Madoff type of thing. And so she's got a she's cut off and has to work for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. And then yeah. Kat Dennings, of course, is the working class girl, right? From like a what's it called, Blue like collar a, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we're going to go ahead and get into our topic. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Today, we're talking about the story and history of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So, and this is going to be part two. Yep. Part two. Part two, yeah, because yeah. like uh, last episode, we talked about mm-hmm. our favorite. Uh, uh, we talked about our uh, favorite albums, and now we're going to talk about our favorite songs. And this one was a tough one, too. Like, I realized that, you know, trying to come up with, like, a top five of anything is tough because you start to remember, oh, crap, I almost forgot about this one. Or how about that one? So, yep. but yeah, so we're uh, we're going to take it now to our tops, uh, our favorite songs of all time. Like, now, these are songs that we bop to to this day uh, that, you know, we know the lyrics to. And, um, you know, just pretty much like, you know, what basically like made us uh, fans of hip hop in the first place. Yeah. 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 Right on. Yep. Well, if I'm going to start it off again, mm-hmm. uh, the first one that pops in my head is one we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. It was Rapper's Delight. Yes. Rapper's Delight. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, one of the very first huge mainstream hip hop songs that was played on TV and shit. Mm-hmm. Um it's because, dude, there's actually a version that goes on for over ten minutes, mm-hmm. and that's the long version. Yes, because if you get the uh, the the LP or mm-hmm. the vinyl, should I say? Because it wasn't an LP, mm-hmm. the vinyl. It was both songs on. There was a radio edit, which I think was like three and a half, four minutes, mm-hmm. and then there was the extended, which I think is like seven to ten minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was so good because you can hear it. Yeah, you you can hear the. You hear it in your head. As soon as you mm-hmm. hear that, you're like, you know, mm-hmm. you know what's coming on. Yep, yep. Yeah, and everybody knows the very first line of the song. Mm-hmm. You know it. And to the hip hop, Actually, to hip, the hip, hip hop, you don't stop. Rocking to the bang, bang, boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie, the beat. Now, what you hear is not a test. I'm a rocking to, to the, the beat. beat. See, I am Wonder, Wonder Mike, and, and I, I like, like to say hello. hello. Yep. See, everybody, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's iconic. Dude. Mm-hmm. So that one's got to be the first one that pops into my head. Mm-hmm. What about you, the first one? That, we'll go back and forth. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. So I have to go with uh, Electric Relaxation by uh, Tribe Called Quest. And um, so a Tribe Called Quest, like, I, I wanted to have one of their albums on, like, um, my top five list from the previous episode. Right. I could not choose, man. Like, every album of theirs, a low-end theory, um, what's it called? And uh, it's just, like... They're just so fucking good. Like I couldn't choose one and everything. Hell, it was right. trying. It was tough trying to choose like one album from the Higher Learning trilogy by Kanye. But uh, Electric Relaxation like um, holds like a dear place in my heart because like that was like the first tribe uh, song I heard. Right. And or at least I knew that was Tribe Called Quest. And um, I remember it from the Wayne's Brothers. Um, the Wayne's Brothers like um, intro was a. Um, a sample of a relax, uh, electric relaxation. Like, you know, where it shows them like walking through the city, they help the old lady and everything and across the street. Um, but yeah, it was just such a cool song and it's such a great song. Like, you know, for folks who, um, 
who found that girl or that you know that guy or whoever you prefer and everything that right. person <laughs> we don't judge we don't judge uh that person that just like you know grabbed your heart that got your attention um you know and like just like the flow of the lyrics i like them brown puerto rican and asian like the zulu nation and the music video is just it's just like pure new york it looked like an indie movie you know like you know the black and white um the the um them like you know going like you know walking through the city and just this whole like beat it was just so relaxing like it puts it puts me in a trance you know every time i hear the beat and everything but uh but no like it's just like it's like a love it's like a love song you know it's like you know just like when you look at the lyrics honey check it out you got me mesmerized with your black hair and your fat ass thighs street <laughs> poetry is my everyday but yo i gotta stop when you trot my way if i was working at the club you would not pay you know it's just like you know it's a um yeah it's a guy like you know he's um macking you know right but he does it in such a poetic street way that it doesn't feel like macking it feels like um when Romeo meets Juliet for the first time, yeah, or uh, or Serrano de Bergiac, you know, Serrano de Bergiac, yeah, yeah. uh, and it's just like this, like almost like this very like almost like classical wordplay mixed in with like uh, hip hop metaphors and everything. So that's why it's like one of you know my favorite, and, and to me, like that is like the the what do you call it? The classic like tribe, like you know the uh, what do you call it? Um, that word for something where it just like exemplifies. Let's just say like the ex- the uh, exemplary right, right. Um, tribe song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I also have to think of a uh, tribe called Quest song, mm-hmm. the scenario, because Here it was go, a song. Yo. It was a song go, that brought us everybody's favorite. Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, yes. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. can say anything bad about Rhyme, mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. You know, row, row, like a dungeon <laughs> dragon. And, 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 and that's when he, um, I think that's when he broke off from the uh, leaders of the, of the, the uh, new school. New school. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Here we, Here we go, go, yo. So what's up, what's up, scenario? Hey, Bo knows, knows this. And Bo, Bo knows, knows that. that. But yeah. Bo know Jack, because Bo can't rap. And that beat, man, and went fucking hard, man. Like, yep. it just, damn. It takes me back to the days of my high school years, mm-hmm. and, uh, the Fushnikins. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Fushnikins. Yeah, true blue, Scooby Doo, Whoopie Doo. Yeah. Oh no, that's a scenario. Fushnikins was like, uh, uh, I'm a true what? I am a true Fushnik. You know they did a song with uh, with Shaq, right? I remember what Shaq was Fu. Shaq Fu, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's called Shaq Fu. But wait, his his uh, his hip hop album or his video game? No, no, there was a ge- song that they did with him called Shaq Fu. There uh-huh. was a song called Shaq Fu, right. and then they did the album and then the video game mm-hmm. called Shaq Fu. Right, it was right. like Mortal. Wasn't it like Mortal Street Fighter? Or it was. Map? It was like it was. It was like a Street Fighter, but with Shaq and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everybody was like a foot shorter than him, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, but Scenario has to be one of the the, the ones up there because it was just such a great song and it's such a. I don't want to say party song because not really, but it's a song that you said that you can bop to even to this day. Yeah. If you put it on and as soon as you hear, here we go, yo, here we go, yo. It doesn't like, it doesn't, it's a party song, but not in the stereotypical party song. It's not like Flow Rider and Pitbull where it's just fucking mindless and you just get drunk to it. It's a fucking like what you play at like, you know, a party, a block party. At a cookout. At a cookout. Yeah. But also, um. I remember whenever I whenever I hear scenario, it took me back to like you know my Capoeira days. Uh, yeah. We had a uh, party at um, I think it was called Bar Smith, like one of the nightclubs in the downtown uh, Phoenix area. Mm. And so um, one of our instructors, who was a who was a b boy, uh, 
um, he was like, you know, they uh, they had like a DJ. I think it was like the Power 98.3 DJ. Right. Who used to do like the old school at noon. And so he's playing like all like these really nice old school tracks. And he starts playing Scenario and my instructor. He was doing his thing. And then he would also like, be, uh, you know, dancers would also like um, do some moves, like do some dance moves that are, like to the lyrics. Right. So like, you know, when they say like a criminal, like he'll pull his shirt over his like um, mouth yeah. to look like a like you know criminal bandana and everything yeah. but no but like it like it's those type of lyrics and everything that get you pumped up that like makes you sing along and everything so oh, a little yeah, bit that, of, yep, yeah that's little, a good that's a good one yeah yeah a little bit of trivia for you mm. i went to school with, uh i went to high school with special ed oh for, oh i remember you told me about yeah, that special ed yeah yeah he's a cheat on me he's a cheat off of me in uh in a uh, math class didn't you say that he <laughs> um after he got big with that one uh track uh, what was it that one single he made um uh, I got um, it made. I, uh, no, not I got made. No, uh, I got it made. Was that it? was his first big hit. I got it made. And there was Think About It. Think well, About was it, it. Was it also The Mission? No, The Mission wasn't him. Hmm. No, The Mission wasn't him. But no, he uh, he he got big with, um, I got, first it was um, I Got It Made, then it was Think About It. Mm-hmm. Those were his two big hits. Um, but yeah, it was back in 1989 while we were in our, I believe it was our sophomore or junior year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was, uh, he was a, it wasn't a grade above me. Yeah, uh, he was, I, remember, I remember you telling me about that. But yeah, he did. He did do a song called "The Mission." What did he? Yeah, and um, it was where um, he like uh, he sampled like uh, what do you call it? One of the um, one of the Bond tracks. Oh, one of the you're Bond right. Songs yeah, yeah, yeah. Burner, it, nur, nur, okay, nur, I vaguely nur, remember. Nur, 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 nur. Yep. Yeah, he was one of those uh, one-hit wonder like. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, he was up there. Yeah. You yeah. know who was. I thought it was going to be a one-hit wonder until he changed kind of like hip-hop genres, mm. was Everlast. Yeah. Everlast had a big hit song back in the day. It was called I Got the Knack. Yeah. yeah. Spe- speaking of which, Everlast was actually in that movie you were talking about, Judgment Night. Oh, yeah, he was. He Wasn't he one of uh, Leary's henchmen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's a great hip-hop movie? Mm. Um, <laughs> who's the, the man? Da- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dre and that Dude, lover. the hip-hop whodunit. <laughs> I remember Who's the Man, yeah. And fun, hey, Fun fact, the mm. connection, Dennis Leary was also in that Yeah, movie. he was like their captain. He was like yeah, a stereotypical... He goes, like, my brother went to school for eight years to call himself Dr. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you call yourself Dr. Dre? Uh, man, like, who, who, I was who, like, Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre looked like he ate Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was another thing. There were two Dr. Dre's. Yeah. There was Dr. Dr. Dre, which was you know Snoop yeah. Dre. And then there was Yo! MTV Raps, Dr. Dre, where like, the doctor word was spelled fully Do- and yeah, everything. Full out, yeah, yeah. Big old dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Ed Lover. Yep. Yeah. 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 But and uh, Cypress Hill had a song on there. Who's the yeah. man? Who's the man with the master plan? But yeah, Who's dude. The man? Everybody was at Busta was in there. Bushwick Bill yep. uh, from uh, the Ghetto Boys, Guru, Eric B, House of Pain. You mean I, Oh, oh, you mean? Oh, uh, and who's the man? Yeah. 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 Every I, fucking body. Ice T was in there. Chris Cross. Remember yep. Chris Cross? Yep. Uh, um, was it uh, Cult Jam? Uh, Lisa Lisa. No, no, Cult Jam. It was. It wasn't Lisa Lisa. It was just Cult Jam. The two big swolled up dudes. Remember he oh, made. Oh, no, no, full he, force. Yeah, yeah, full force. I don't, like, I don't think. Was full force? Yeah, he was. He, he yeah. was. They were the ones he goes, put your hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Now wave them like you just don't care. Okay, full <laughs> force. Okay, who, okay, so you know what's funny about full force? Because every time I think of full force, when I was a kid, I think of those bullies from um, House Party. Those okay. those niggas scared the hell out of me. Yeah, big, big old swole the black dudes with high pitched voices. Yeah, and they and they're supposed to say, "Oh, those are teenagers." And yep. what? F- yeah, in a fucking anime, <laughs> they're they're teenagers by JoJo standards. Yep. Oh, but, that, uh, that's another underrated group of the of the early hip hop days too. Kid and play. 
Oh, yeah. You want to talk about a bop? Hola, hola, hey. Rolling, 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 kid and play. And who hasn't tried to do the kid and play dance? I, dude, I've tried it with my my friends back then and everything. So yeah, that one boy was the whitest black kid I ever seen in my oh, entire uh, life. Black oh, a kid, kid. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so didn't was, they get their own cartoon for a minute? They did. They yeah. had their own Saturday morning cartoon. Yep. But you know what's funny? But yeah, Full Force. Like they were also a lot. You know, they were also a um, an R and B group as well. Yeah. And when you hear them, it's like. They sound like they should look like Tevin Campbell and not yep. fucking like Farouk from uh, WWE. Oh, dude, he, that dude, that one dude had the best duet when he did it with Lisa Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Now I see that the grass is greener. Mm. Is it too yep. late for but, uh, me? Lisa Lisa and Full Force. That oh, was it. That was, was Lisa Lisa Cult, Cult Jam with Full, Full Force. Force. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, head to toe. Yep. But yeah. Um, Okay, so wait, wait. So, oh, so okay, so. And then it was all that. I wonder if I take you home. Um, anyway, we, so you were saying, you, so I did this scenario. What was your next one? Uh, next one is, of course, you know, we mentioned it in the early, um, in the in the past show, but Fight the Power by Public Enemy. Gotta fight the power, that B. It's a song that gets you so amped that it just like gives you strength, you know? And um, yeah. that was like the song that introduced me to Public Enemy. And um, I think well, it introduced a lot of people to Public Enemy. It did because it was through the movie um, Do the Right Thing. Yeah, that, and, that video was filmed in East Flatbush. Brooklyn. Yeah, oh, I, I'm glad you mentioned the video because that video went hard as hell. Yep. Like it was a... Um, it wasn't a protest. No, they held se- a rally. It was a rally. Yeah. A rally. The one they held a rally to film the video. Right, right. But yeah, but we see all those people just like gathering. And then you see um, um, Chuck D and then you have Flava Flav leading yep. them. And then you have like their security. See, that was like, my favorite part of like. Um, Don't forget the Terminator. The Terminator X on the, yep. uh, on the, uh, on the, on, on the uh, tables the and everything. The twos. Yep. And then uh, you had all of those signs of great black figures. So like, you know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther yep. King, uh, Jackie Robinson. And then you had the people like holding up the signs of where, what boroughs they were from. So you had like Brooklyn people. You yeah. had Bronx. Well, it was part of my high school was there because mm-hmm. we, I went to school in East Flatbush. Yeah. And it was a literal uh, rally to protest because a lot of the kids did a walkout mm-hmm. in the school to go be in the video because mm-hmm. it was filmed during the school day. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But um but you but, know what was my favorite thing about Public Enemy? Mm. Chuck D had the most amazing hip hop voice. He did. Like his voice was, it was so deep and yeah, so it, powerful. It was almost like somebody giving a speech yeah. every time he 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 uh, rapped. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really good. It was the hip hop version, I would say, of like war or um, made in the USA. It was yep. a protest song that told about a lot of the bigotry and injustice that was going on in the country. And it um, it opened a lot of eyes. Like the lyric, um, Elvis was not a hero to most. He, he was a hero to most, but not me because uh, Sucker was straight up racist and blind. Yeah. But Sam saying, motherfuck him and John Wayne. See, that was, see, that people was taboo. That yeah. yeah. So people like, well, I mean, that was taboo. Like saying there were like, certain you know, icons you didn't touch. Right. Yeah. They were untouchables. Like, you know, nobody talked about. Elvis that way and also nobody talking about John Wayne that way because back then John Wayne was like you know he was the Duke you know he (laughs) was speaking of the Duke the rapping Duke oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but no but like um a lot of people are now wise to what who John Wayne really is a fake a racist a misogynist an all-around piece of shit and everybody's saying like, "Ah, oh, man, I can't believe that." And Wait, all of us, and all of us who grew up uh, listening to Public Enemy, is like, "We knew Wait. y'all didn't fucking listen." Wait, 
a white man that yellow face, a yellow face, yellow face. Wow, that yellow face to play Genghis Khan was racist. I'm saying. Oh wow. Yeah, but Dude, yeah. that was a fun. It's like motherfucker play Genghis Khan. It's like, mm-hmm. Wait, what? But yeah, but oh, but yeah. Um, so like the um. The rally was the yeah. the Young People's March to End Racial Violence rally. Yeah, that's why yeah. it was a walkout at my yeah. school. Yeah, 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 because like that was after a Tuana Bra- uh, Brawley. Tuana Brawley, yeah. Um, the Central Park Five. Yeah, well, there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. There was that. Then there was the kid, um, Yusuf Hawkins. Mm-hmm. It, it was There was a lot. There and, of lot. course, Emmett Till. Emmett, yeah. yeah. But, no, like, it was a, it's an extremely powerful song that still holds up to this day. Like, to this day, like, a lot of their lyrics yeah. ring true. In fact, they actually made an, a, um, an updated version. Did they? Um, for the, um, to help support the Black Lives Matter. Um, but, no shit. The, but, yeah, yeah. Chuck and, D came out of retirement? Yep. And um, they also had, like, some, um, what do you call it, uh, some new artists as well and everything to... Um, uh, to like help support it and everything, but yeah, man. So, but yeah, so um, fight the power, like an extremely powerful song, and it's a very empowering song and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's it it was a it was a um, a wake up call to not just Black America but also White America to all of America to yeah. tell them like this is what's going on. Oh, that was another thing. That's what made me love. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I love. Public Enemy was that they were like the hip hop, also the hip hop version of Marvin Gaye. Right. Uh, Marvin Gaye in his later years was all about like you and know like what's going on, what's, what's going, going on, on? And, uh, yeah, political yep. as well as like social, social, um, socially uh, um, conscious, like you know yeah. music and everything. Like, was it mother, the mother? There's far too many of us dying. But I, yeah. Uh, well, let's take a quick break. We'll get into my number three. We're back. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. So we're talking about the history of hip hop part two. Um, so well, I kind of wanted to do that one to you, fight the power. So mm-hmm. since you said that one, mm-hmm. um, I the one that I was thinking of that I could still listen to this day mm-hmm. is is called a children's story. Oh, by, by Slick, Slick Rick. Rick. Yes. To this day, you can mm-hmm. still just like you know mm-hmm. bop to that. Oh, totally. You know, because it's such an iconic song. It has to be a tie between that one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember Top Billin. I don't remember. Bill- Giz is chilling. Milk oh, yeah, is chilling. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. more can I say? Top Billin. That's mm-hmm. what you get. You yeah. got it good. Mm-hmm. And if you understood, yeah. would you oh. stop scheming and looking hard? Wyclef Jean sampled that part Did uh, for his song um, "Stay Alive." It, oh, was, okay. it was. It was okay. So the beat was um, sampling "Stand Alive" by the Bee Gees, obviously. But also that. Um, those lyrics right there, he also uses it in that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, my thing is what the uh, Slick Rick the Ruler. Mm-hmm. Slick Rick, Slick Rick the Ruler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a great song, dude. Like a, ch- a children's story. Mm-hmm. I love the way it starts. Uncle Ricky, will you tell us a bedtime story? Uh, here we go. Once upon a time, not long ago. But yeah, that was amazing. And Slick Rick was a unique figure because it was a man, it was a dude from England. Yep. Um, in the hip hop game. Yep. Well, he was the my favorite line in there. He goes, "I ran into Dave, the um, dope fiend. He uh, doesn't know the meaning of water or soap. 
He goes, mm-hmm. I need bullets. Hurry up, run. Mm-hmm. He goes, the dope fiend pulled the smoking shotgun. <laughs> he, he's like, he's a dope fiend. He hands him a fucking shotgun. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a great story of the time, mm-hmm. but the way it's set up, it's still something that you listen to to this day, mm-hmm. and it can still hold true to this day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what I loved about it, yeah, um, it was a, um, it was also another uh, wake up uh, call type of song, like how public um, fight the power was. Like it was basically like um, trying to encourage kids from stopping from them from making the wrong decision. Do not walk that path. So like, yeah, it's called children's story, yep. and, but like it was like Aesop's fables. Like yep. it had a. Um, a lesson at it, the end it does and it, it's yeah. like right up there with his uh i don't know if you remember his other song mm-hmm. his other big hit mona lisa mm-hmm. mona lisa mona lisa so men call you mm-hmm. you remember that one i do remember yeah, yeah. but yeah but yeah then that's a good one i remember um deaf comedy jam they use that as a uh well the instrumental um to us children's story for their uh intros yeah yeah um and also uh montel jordan sampled that for this is how we do it yep yeah, this is how we, we do. do it. Yep. yep. But yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Cool. So um, my third song, um, it is by Mince uh, Queen Latifah. That's U N I T Y Unity. Oh, U N I T Y. Who you calling uh, a bitch? bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. <laughs> so good. Let me tell you, man. Like I've been a Queen Latifah stand for like ever since I first saw her in House Party Two, even before like a uh, living single. When she was in House Party 2. House Party 2. Yeah. You mean with that kid from Young Black Teenagers? Yep. That was As, a white kid with dreads? Yeah, yeah. That was like, a, he was a plays um, his roommate. Yeah. And everything. because it was five white kids yeah. named Young Black tap Teenagers. the ball and spin the cap. Twift the cap. Twist the cap, yeah. You know who was, fun fact, you know who was their DJ? Mm. D, uh, MTV's DJ Scribble. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn, DJ, that's a name I haven't heard in a DJ long Scribble time. DJ Scribble was their DJ yeah, yeah, yeah. in Young Black Teenagers. I love DJ Scribble. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, so um, you know, she made like a huge like impact on yeah. me, like oh, as a kid, like yeah, because like you have like this, sh- you know, this strong black woman who didn't take any shit. Best she fe- best female rapper of all time. Absolutely, I'll fight somebody that tells me any different. Absolutely, to me, it's her. And Missy. MC Light. MC Light. Oh, Missy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missy. Her and Missy got to be one and two, back and forth. Why they haven't collaborated, it, it's beyond me. Because <laughs> somebody yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They would have done it. But no, but um, but yeah, so, the, like, so, yeah, so she she was scary. Like, not evil scary, but, like, she could fuck you up, but I would like Bro, it. Bro, she a big girl. Yeah. I don't mean fat. I think, She's a big girl. I think that was, like, I I think that's when young uh, Jay Shell Realize his uh snoo snoo fetish his snoo snoo fetish yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I will fuck you up yes ma'am uh, but yeah no no you're like like Stewie when Meg comes home yeah. she goes you're all my bitches now goes, yeah. okay okay and it still <laughs> continue on because she remember she was Mama Nor- uh, Mama Norton in yes. Chicago yep. and you know she had those fucking Dom vibes oh, and then in Hairspray yeah she was Motormouth Maybell yep yeah yeah and then uh, the bank robbery movie she was in oh set it off set it off yeah, yeah. where she played a uh, lesbian yep and when she came out it's like really really yeah not shocked yeah no offense queen you the only one that didn't know but no <laughs> she was like you know my first amazon crush and everything oh, man yeah she but was yeah, big man. yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, which leads me to uh unity because that was the first time i've seen a female in the rap game because oh, yeah. it's been dominated by males and of course you, you know you had your mc lights you had your roxanne shantae's and everything but like it was always the men that were always at the forefront and then um you know, um, one of the things that plagued hip hop was misogyny, 
you know, and um, it, it happens with every musical genre. It happens with metal, country. No genre is safe from misogyny. Right. So here comes um, um, Queen Latifah with Unity, and which was another type of wake up song, uh, wake up uh, call song. You know, wake up call to to women to like uh, make sure like, hey, don't let them disrespect you. And also a wake up call to men. Hey, stop disrespecting women. They're the ones that brought you into this life. They can take you out. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, it was along the lines. It was like if remember Pac had the song Dear Mama. Yes. Oh no, not Dear Mama. It was um. God, why we hate the ladies that make the babies? God damn it, why can't I remember uh, the name of the song? Oh, ooh, child, things, things are, are gonna, gonna get, get easier. easier. I that know what you, yeah, yeah. That way, it was kind of like if a yeah. woman sang that same one. Yeah. Goes, Don't be calling me a bitch. I'll fuck you up. It, it was, it was the <laughs> hip hop version of "I Am Woman." Hear me roar. Hear me roar. I am yeah, woman, yeah. I would hear me roar. roar. Yeah, Just, like who jo- you calling a bitch? Joni Mitchell. Um, it was the angry black woman version of that, right? <laughs> Um, but uh, what was it? Um, Helen Reddy. Yeah, yeah. Every time I hear a brother call a girl a bitch or a hoe, trying to make a sister feel low, you know all that's got to go. Now everybody knows there are exception to this rule. Now don't be getting mad when we playing. It's cool, but don't you be calling me up by my name. I bring wrath to those who disrespect me like a dame. There and, you go. Yeah, and I was like, when I heard that, it like fucking blew my mind. Like. It was finally a woman, not only in the hip hop game, that was telling it like it is, but yep. was throwing it right back. Like it, it, it did remind me of like early sh- uh, Roxanne Shantae, which is another actually a, a favorite track of mine. Um, it's not in the top five, unfortunately, um, but Roxanne's Revenge. Roxanne's you know, Revenge. Um, was that, oh, uh, dude, you took me was, back. Those dudes. What is it? Um, God uh, damn it. Um, you um, can't go. Yeah, what's up, man? Um, Check out not, that girl they call Roxanne. She's so stuck up. Why you say that? Because you wouldn't give a guy. Roxanne. Yeah. Um, Roxanne, Roxanne. I want to be your man. Oh, UTFO. UTFO. That was like the yeah. That was like one of the early diss tracks yep, and everything. She came back with Roxanne Shantae. Yeah. He ain't that cute and he ain't that pretty. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but no, it's like um, but no, like yeah, that's one of my favorite tracks. Um, it, the beat's amazing and it tells a really strong story. And to this day, I stand Queen Latifah and like one of <laughs> one of the great you know one of the greatest um, not just a female M- not not just a female MC. Just like an an amazing artist, because she did um, work out of her, um, did some music out of her wheelhouse. Like she did a jazz album, yep, which was fucking amazing. Well, she's a great singer. Oh yeah, and she did like um, well she she about like uh the you know doo-wop, like the scat style singing and everything. So, but yeah, all hail Queen Latifah. So yeah, that's my uh my number three right there. Number four, Mm -hmm. it's an underrated. Well, for most people, it's underrated, but Mm -hmm. for me, it's one of their. I mean, it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I can hear it. I sometimes listen to it in the gym. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, I ain't no joke. Eric oh, yes. Damn. That's a good one. <laughs> because I ain't no joke. Well, because he, um, Eric B, mm-hmm. dude, had one of the best voices in hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, he, yeah. No, not, not Eric B. Sorry, Rakim. Mm-hmm. Rakim. Eric B was the DJ. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no. Rakim had one of the best voices. Again, up there with Chuck D. It was very powerful and unique. You yeah. Know? Nobody else was like him at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. It yeah. was a great song, top to bottom. I mean, they even included it in, uh, uh, it was, Jay-Z actually selected it to be on uh, NBA uh, 2K13. Yep. So it was on that. And it was on Saints Row. So mm-hmm. to, to the, and, it, and it was on MLB The Show 23. Mm-hmm. So, to this day, it's still up there, you know, because mm-hmm. he's telling you, I ain't no joke. Fuck mm-hmm. with me. See how far you get, you mm-hmm. know, 
and Rakim was even included in the hip hop cowboy movie mm-hmm. Posse. Oh yeah, yeah with was, Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, yeah, Mario Van Peebles produced. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, was it uh, Big Daddy Kane was in there too? Mm-hmm. Can't forget about Big Daddy Kane. Of course not. Yeah. One of the most underrated of all time. I had the Han Solo of hip hop. As I, because he was just that that smooth operator, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, it, it's right there. And again, I guess I got to tie with that one a no joke because it was a song about the same time. Uh, what was it? Um, it was um, and I know a lot of people aren't going to know who these are. Um, God damn it! Wow, the name just fucking popped right out of my. Is head. it another see, Eric B. Rockham? No, 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 no. Yeah. See what happens when you get old, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, third base. Oh yeah. Um, uh, what do you call it? Pop, no way. Pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes, goes pop. pop. Yeah, pop, pop goes the, the weasel, weasel. The weasel. That was another white boy group. Yeah. Was uh, MC Search and Pete Nice, Prime Minister Pete Nice. Dude, did I remember the reason that? I thought of that because you said smooth and Prime Minister Pete Nice is sit there in a suit with his cane mm-hmm. and a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what was it? Um, they had a feud with Vanilla Ice, didn't they? Like, didn't they have like a Vanilla Ice look like uh, get beat up? They in their did. Video? That's why the pop, pop goes the we- pop goes the weasel was kind of a diss track on Eminem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, why are they fucking with Eminem? Well, Dude, no, Vanilla Ice. You mean? I mean v- Vanilla Ice. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Vanilla yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice. No, no. Sorry, that was way before Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that, people know not to fuck with Eminem. You no. think they would learn by now? No, they don't. It's cloud. Yeah. Ch- See, that's the problem with cloud chasing, man. Like it blinds you from like a uh, logic. It's like that. It's like that kid that I, that video I sent you. Mm-hmm. Where uh, who was it? Um. Warren G. Mm-hmm. It goes. He goes. Eminem is one of the best rappers of all time. Oh, mm-hmm. he, the guy asked him, "Who would you pick between uh, the game and Eminem?" Mm-hmm. And Warren G. goes, "Oh, Eminem all day." Yeah. He goes. The white guy goes, "Really? Yeah. What are you surprised? Why are you surprised? <laughs> what? Why are you shocked by that?" Yeah. Because Eminem is the shit. I mean, mm-hmm. what? It, like, was it? How was it? They said. Eminem goes so hard, he made uh, art of um, Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly change genres. <laughs> See, first of all, Machine Gun Kelly shouldn't have fucked with Eminem in the first well, place. Because like shit when it comes to rap, dude. Nah, nah, nah. Dude was mid oh, and everything. On, good actor, but mid as fuck. He was good at playing Tommy Lee. Yeah. I don't know about anything else. But. Uh, there was Bird Box... He was pretty good in that. Bird that Box. Mo- oh, with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, that movie was fucking boring, by the was way. Was it? Oh, it was it, so it, fucking overhyped. To me, it looked like uh, The Quiet Place for blind people. Yeah. <laughs> It was basically the happening where oh. there's like this real, like this force that they're trying to hide from and it just at the end. But anyway. Oh, good. So, you, so that was my number four. It has, yeah. Is it kind of a tie between those two? But again, Eric B and Rakim went all day over third base. Yeah, yeah, um, so Don't get my, me wrong. Third base was chill. But. Um, so my uh, third one is uh, I Get Around by uh, Tupac. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I get around, round and round. And I, I remember the day. Um, I just I I found, I discovered that song. It was the uh, summer of '93. Um, my siblings and I were watching a uh, Predator Two, and um, you know how it is with kids and everything. Like right. you're watching a movie, then your attention wanders. Yeah. And so um, I, I forgot who turned off the uh, the movie and started playing like MTV. But then I go back to the room and there's, you know, Tupac and, you know, it's that video, you know. I get around. I get around. Round around. Round we go. And it was just like, you know, it was like Tupac. I think that was Tupac's like first like a major track after he left Digital Underground. And, um, you know, he's like, you know, in that fancy house of all these ladies and everything being like a Casanova. But um, just his flow, man, like. It just something was I didn't hear from like so now you can tell from my everyday fits I ain't rich so cease and desist with them tricks and um 
but yeah, Shock G uh, was like a, was featured on there and everything. Shock G. Yep. yep. Yeah, but um, but no, like it takes me back to that summer, man. Like you know, and that's when I became that that moment is when I became a Tupac fan. Yeah. You know, but like that whole beat, you know, that whole that very chill West Coast beat that you hear when you're just on the stoop or when the sun is going down. Or like you're at a um, a cookout and everything, right? But yeah, man, like you know, you knew from that from there on out that he was going to be an icon, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it, no, the one okay, my last one mm-hmm. is because again, we talk about songs that I can still bop to to this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, Beastie Boys is up there mm-hmm. all day, but this one, anytime mm-hmm. it comes on, sometimes I play it twice while I'm in the gym. This is a gym mm-hmm. song that'll hype you up. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sing you some of the lyrics, see if you can remember what it is. Mm-hmm. It says, "Don't call it a comeback." I've been, I've been here, here for years. years. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Mama said, "Knock you out" by mm-hmm. Mr. James. Yep. The ladies love cool, cool James. James. Nah, yep. nigga, you have to say the whole thing like a child called Quest, <laughs> a pimp named Slick Mac, LL Cool J. Okay. <laughs> Calm down over here, Boondocks. <laughs> there he goes, a pimp named Slick Mac. <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. thing. <laughs> nigga, are you dead? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, he kept calling him Mr. Mr. Slickback. Yeah. Mr. Slickback. Like, yeah, no, 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 that's why I said, uh, Mr. Slickback, no, nigga, are you down there? <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, that one is the, it's the total fucking song that yeah. no matter where you are, you hear, oh, goes, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't call to come, come back. back. Yeah. I've been here for years, yeah. rocking my peers, putting suckers in fear, making mm-hmm. the trigger, what is it? making the tears rain mm-hmm. down like a monsoon. Mm-hmm. Listen to the bass go boom, mm-hmm. explosion, oh, overpowering, over the competition, I'm towering. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, that's the one mm-hmm. that to me that to this day just keeps bopping. Well, Anytime and also, you fucking hear it. I feel like it was made for the gym from the get go because wasn't the music video him in a boxing gym? He was him working boxing. out. Yeah. And him it was back in the days up. when he was ripped. And Dude. He was a, I mean, he probably still to this day man because that, that motherfucker's aged slow he's yeah. like aging slowly dude i i feel that ll was creating a lab to become the ultimate player hater um target yeah because look at him he's good looking yeah he can sing rap he's in act. phenomenal shape he can act well he see, he doesn't age like no he was made so brothers can hate on him he ages <laughs> like angela bassett yeah and like you know what's funny is that like he finally played a dad role which I didn't Holy think I would shit. see that. That uh, it was a uh, neighbor's two. He was the father of one of the um, sorority girls. Wait, but didn't he play a dad on a on a sitcom? No, that, you're talking about in the house. In the house. No, no, he wasn't the dad. Oh no, he he was the roommate. Oh. Okay, so in the house was basically the black who's the that boss. Was Tretch, wasn't it? Tretch? Nah. Oh no, Tretch. It, Tretch had another show. Not Tretch. What was that skinny comedian kid that he had a sitcom where he played the girl's father, the little girl's dad? God damn it. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, Flex Alexander. Flex. No, you're talking about one-on-one. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, so in the house, real quick, um, was basically the black who's the boss. Okay. Because it was him. He was a former football player who retired due to injury, and he became a housekeeper. Oh, okay. Had, like Tony Danza right, was like right, a right, former right. baseball player. And Debbie Allen, who was like the Judith Light, gotcha. was this career woman, and she mm-hmm. had two kids. Oh, okay. And they move in together. So... It, Gotcha. It was a who that boss? Who the who the boss? Who the boss? Who the boss? Who the boss? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, so he wasn't a dad in that. And actually, fun fact, that was actually in the same universe as Fresh Prince. Really? Because Hillary Banks made an appearance on there. Mm. Um. So uh, what's his uh, Alfonso Ribeiro? I think he made a first appearance as Carlton, but then he joined the cast as a completely new character. That's weird. Yeah. 
That's good. So kind of like, uh, what's her face? Lisa Kudrow? Yeah. Went from playing uh, Phoebe's sister to playing Phoebe? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Ursula. Like, yeah, Ursula. Yeah, from Mad About You to Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was... Um, it was weird because, like I said, that that was that was probably the best one. I mean, I can go on and on. There's a whole lot of them that mm-hmm. I can listen to like that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Marshall Mathers, like uh, the the Slim Shady album, mm-hmm. almost the whole fucking album. Yeah, you know? everybody just cu- just thinks about uh, Slim Shady, mm-hmm. but that whole album because like I think Stan was on that album too. Uh, which no, I think it was the. Was it was it Marshall Mathers PLP? That was you know it might have been. Yeah. But that, yes, it was because it was yeah. the one that has the. Uh, no, it wasn't the Marshall Mathers. It was the one. I know he, it was his second album. It was on the album that he has. The uh, he's like standing at a on a on a dock. Yeah, I remember the album cover. Uh, it, I, I think it was the Marshall Mathers. Yeah, LP. was it? Yeah. No, but anyway. no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay, his first, the one that made him a like. It was his second Sim studio Shady. album, but like the one that made him a star. It was the Sim Shady LP. Sim Shady yeah. LP with yeah, yeah with my name is Guilty Conscience role model. Yeah, yeah. and but Stan. To this day, you just said it earlier yourself. Mm-hmm. People still use the term "stan." Yeah, to to say an Uber fan yeah, yeah, is yeah. a stan, mm-hmm. and so that and that derives from the Eminem song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So but your number five, my number five, and again, this is a tough one and everything, but I have to say, Mister uh, Buster Rhymes with "My Eyes Can See." Oh yeah. Oh man, let me tell you, um, what's it called? When Buster came, uh, um, went solo. Like that was fucking iconic because that um that album and everything was just like banger after banger. Um, I'm trying to remember the uh the name of the album is escaping me at the moment. Um, oh, when disaster strikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like the fucking beat for "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See" just oh, yeah, hits dude. so fucking hard, yep. man. And his lyrics. And that was when Buster was at his peak. I oh mean, yeah, he was duetting with Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he was doing all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I actually had a dream that yeah. involved that song. So I, it, I, so I had a dream that I was working on a Gundam. Like I was a mechanic, and I'm in like you know the. Um, the garage and everything and i'm fixing the gundam and everything and like you see the sparks and everything and i'm listening to put your, put your hands where my eyes can see and everything so every time i hear that song i think of that dream and i'm like you know working on like a giant mech suit and everything um but you know just his lyrics and his flow was just so like the dude had like um like a gatling gun type of flow oh, just yeah. like yeah yeah because he could growl and be loud yeah. and then all of a sudden yeah. it was like damn motherfucker, I'm, he's spitting I, fast i'm saying like you know like flip mode hit you with no delay so what you're saying yo hit me with a uh, silly with my nine milli yo um when i be on the mic i do my duty yo up and wild up in the club like wild in the studio just um let me put your um just uh let me see what you got for me Put your hands where my eyes can see. Shrek Buck Wiling, the place to be. If you really want to party with me, he, it was just like he, uh, went he, fucking hard, man. He, he he had a great story. I, I heard the other day. Mm-hmm. He was saying that uh, going back to Eminem, mm-hmm. he was gonna do a song with Eminem, and he brought like he said like ten bars, mm-hmm. and uh, M brought some, and then M heard what he did mm-hmm. or what he was gonna do, so M went bigger and said, "Hold on, I need a day." And he wrote even more. Mm-hmm. And then Buster started writing more. He said it became like this friendly competition. Going it was like back a Ryu and Ken type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, when they finally finished it, it was like a three and a half, four minute song. Uh-huh. And he goes, and it was one of the best songs he's ever did. Mm-hmm. He, go, he he gave Eminem his props. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Eminem mm-hmm. is not, he started out as just a white rapper, mm-hmm. but now he is an icon. Like, yeah. I mean, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
they entered him mm-hmm. because he's become such an icon mm-hmm. and all of them give him street props. The only, yeah. There's only few people that mm-hmm. try to be edgy mm-hmm. and say he sucks mm-hmm. or that he ain't all that in yeah. the rap community. But these are coming from people that's like, motherfucker, nobody even heard of you. Right, right. <laughs> well, it's also like, you know, uh, what was it? He paid his dues and everything just to talk about him real quick and everything. It's just yeah. that because like I can understand like why or why the cynicism was there because like there have been a, some white rappers that just fizzled out like Vanilla Ice. Um Third base, I hate to say it, but like, you know, they were hot for a minute, then they disappeared and everything. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And then you had Kid Rock. Ugh. Oh, yeah. He ain't no rapper. Fuck out of here. Oh, he tried to act shit. like one. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's like the country fried steak of rap. Yeah. But then. But not as good. Yeah. <laughs> and Eminem comes along, and then you have his Slim Shady persona with the comedy albums and everything. And a lot of people thought, like, oh, this won't last. Like, he'll oh. have his 15 minutes of fame. And then 20 years later. Well, see, I think he did Slim Shady mm. to appease or, or to appeal to the white kids. Oh, he did, it? yeah. Yeah, and then slowly he yeah. started getting more and more. And then when he did songs like, the thing is, if you listen to one of his albums, everything is kind of different. Because mm-hmm. like, you get some, like Slim Shady, it's a fun song. And then Superman is like a fun song. But then you get songs like Mama. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, mama. And it's see, a fucking hard ass story, you know? See, I see. Just like Stan yeah, is. Stan like, is like a fucking yeah. mad song. See, like his, like his, um, his heavier, th- his heavier, uh, content and everything, yeah. like his, like his more serious dark songs. Yeah. That's his hood side. Yeah. That's his MC side. Slim Shady with the comedy songs, like My Name Is or like and yeah. everything. That's, that's Slim Shady. Well, that's that, Slim Shady. Yeah. See, he has three personas, he yeah. says. Yeah. He has Slim Shady, yeah. he has Eminem, and he has Marshall Mathers. Yeah. And all that's why he named all the albums different, because if you see, yeah. every one of those albums has a different feel. His, his comedy shit is, was more, like you said, more for the suburban yep. kids, because they really couldn't appreciate, like, you know, the more dark themes. Right, because, yeah. like, even his first song is... Guess it says guess who's back back yeah, again. Yeah. It's like Shady? who the fuck are you? You're right, right. <laughs> we don't even know who you are. How are but you yeah. coming back? <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but but going to back to Busta. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that song, just like all of his songs and everything, just hits so fucking hard. Dude, and his oh God, and his yeah. and it's also his imagery. Like his imagery with his music videos, just like with Miss Elliot, was like that. That um, what do you call it? That the signature, like you know, hyper stylized out there surreal look of right. like late 90s um, rap videos and like I remember um, the video for um, where my eyes can see was like it was like a, a tribute to coming to America and you had like the African dancers and their headdresses and everything do their dance yep. and it was so cool to see and you knew he was a star in fact every time I think of Busta like when he's breaking out was that infamous moment with him and leaders of the new school um, or so the, or is it or is it leaders of the old school? What scenario? Uh, not scenario. Oh. Well, no, it was, uh, he, he, it was his old. Of, no, it was leaders of the new school. Leaders of the new school. It was his old group. Yeah. And with Q um, Tip. Yep. With uh, no, and uh, Q Tip wasn't on there. It was a uh, Busta Rhymes, Charlie Brown, Cut Monitor, Milo, and uh, Dinko D. Right. You know, Q Tip. I think was part of Trial Call Quest. He was. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So MTV. Uh, Yo MTV Raps. Um. They were doing a um, like a special on them, like an interview um, with the group, and um, did uh, what was it? Um, Busta, like he was the breakout star. He was the personality. Like you know, he was like Chuck D and and uh, and he was like the MC and the hype man in one person. Right. So um, Charlie Brown was uh, becoming upset because you know Rhymes was stealing the show. Like you know, he was like uh, doing the spotlight thing. And so the group had a group meeting 
on live on Yo MTV Raps, right. arguing, and that's when they broke up. So wow. on live television, you witness a group breaking up. Fuck, it's kind of like when uh, Guns N' Roses went on fucking uh, one of the award shows. They were fucking drunk up on the stage. Oh, was it? Uh, I think it was the MTV Video Music I think Awards. So. Yeah, they were a bottle of Jack Daniels, drunk off their fucking asses. Yeah. Like, yeah, y'all decided to put them on live TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's funny is that. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like that was Busta, man. Like you know, he was like the breakout star, and a lot of the focus went on him. Well, it wasn't just his talent; he had a yeah. great personality. Yeah, you know, that's why he got cast in movies and shit like that because mm-hmm. he had a just a personality. He was he was more than a lot of the iconic hip hop artists is mm-hmm. because they were only just great rappers. They also had personality. Yeah, and they knew how to touch people mm-hmm. in a good and bad way. Yeah, uh, going back to Eminem real quick, like one of the famous lines that everyone remembers of his mm-hmm. is like Will Smith says he ain't got a cuss on his record. So I do. So, so fuck, I, fuck him, him and, and fuck, fuck you, you too. too. Yeah, yeah. It's like so everybody remembers that because he went for somebody who was untouchable, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. It was somebody who was supposed to be untouchable. Yeah, and Will and Smith was supposed to be that at that time. And quick note on that, Eminem was within his right to do so because. Will was acting really up his own ass. Like, he I don't was. have to swear in my videos. I have to do that. So I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Others do. Good so why do you have you. to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, so what you're saying is that you're the safe black guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're, you're the ones that people see. You know what he goes, parents just don't understand? Yeah. Parents just don't understand. <laughs> and what was the other one? Uh, Nightmare on My Street. Yeah. Fun fact, he got sued over that. Really? Yeah. Because he didn't, they, were, they didn't ask to use the mm-hmm. Nightmare on the Street music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So him oh, and wow. DJ Jazzy Jeff got sued over it. Damn. Yep. But yeah, but no, um, but yeah, you are right. Like it comes like down to personality and like, you know, it, you know, yep. you could act and, um, you know, you could be like, you know, wild like Busta or you could be subdued and quiet like, um, yep. like uh, Nate on uh, Fife and, and everything yep. or White Clef. Nate maybe Dog. Will. Nate Dog and everything. Who is it? Regulators. Warren G. Warren G. It, it, Dude, Warren G was fucking great. Yeah. Too. And so, um, but yeah, and like, but Buss's personality is so infectious that, yep. you know, he started getting cast in movies, but also um, he was in a, the Def Jam Fight for New York game. Although he, he was in the worst Halloween movie, I think. Well, yeah, at least, besides Season of the Witch. At least he did survive, though. Yeah. What is it? H2O? Uh, no, that was uh, LL. Oh, that's right. Uh, he yeah. wasn't the he wasn't one of the Halloween movies, and he one of the very few black men to survive a horror movie. So uh, through the whole movie, yeah, what? yeah. Actually, I found out because I didn't see the movie, but I did find out that he survived because remember he did an appearance on uh, SmackDown. Yeah. He did a segment with The Rock, yeah. and he The Rock says The Rock needs to ask, "Do you die in the movie?" He's like, "Hell no." <laughs> he, he, you know, nothing or nothing. You said that he looks like he could be Booker T's kid. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I they they had a missed opportunity to have like Busta like come in and do oh shit yep. bro can you imagine Busta freestyling to uh, Booker T's theme song oh imagine he that wo- shit would be fucking lit imagine man. he walks up to, t- to Booker T goes pop what's up pops and yeah Booker T goes tell me you didn't say, say that, that. <laughs> tell me you did not just say that oh <laughs> uh, man but no honestly like you know I th- you know, honestly Busta worked well like crossing over into pop culture and oh, everything yeah. because um. He's a pop culture. Um, he's a movie fan. He's a TV fan because you see that in his videos, like in um, what do you call it? Dangerous. Yeah, was a homage to Last Dragon yeah. and uh, Lethal Weapon. Well, dude, if I were to if I were to make a uh, a, a reboot. Mm-hmm. Of the Last Dragon, mm-hmm. he would be my first pick for, for show, enough. show enough. Yeah, a lot of people kept saying Sam Jackson, but I could not <gasps> see it. Okay, here's the thing, people. Sam Jackson. Okay, he looks good for his age, but he ain't athletic. No. 
No, I would, I would Busta though. Busta is still woke. Um, not woke, but yoked. Yo. Yeah, you know, he, well, he's probably woke too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a good way. I mean, in a, well, there's only there's one. always a good way. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. God damn you, people. It you is. know, but he, he uh, yeah. To me, he'd be the perfect. Uh, was it uh, yeah. show enough? Yep. Who is the master? Even he's got the voice. Who yeah. is the master? I see, and that's why, and that's why he was great because he did play Shonov in that video. Yes, he did. He, he did, yeah. Uh, and he yeah, also yeah. he also played a fucking like um, Mel Gibson's character in Whiteface, oh. <laughs> and Bill Duke was his partner. Oh, from Lethal Weapon. Y- yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, those are our top five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Man, yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, we could go on and on. Uh, going about hip hop because, like I said, I grew up on it. I'm mm-hmm. in and out of it because, like, newer hip hop. Mm-hmm. Eh. See, the thing is, is that hip. See, like the 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 2010s. Yeah, really was like not good. See, what's it called? Everybody act yeah. like you could just put Lil in front yeah. of your name and you're yeah. good. Lil see, this, Lil that. Yeah. See, um, hip hop has been like my main genre right. when it came to music. I like other uh, genres of music, but hip hop has been there for me since day one oh, yeah. and you are right there have been like some lulls some lulls times. Yeah, yeah like in the 2000s like i i felt like the 2000s was a lull because southern hip-hop dominated everything and the, it watered yeah. everything down the only thing i can think of that i liked about the early 2000s and, and southern hip-hop mm-hmm. was ludicrous L- yes ludicrous. honestly ludicrous to me ludicrous is the king of the south ludicrous yeah. was great yeah and Nelly, some songs. I like, yeah. Like Nelly, that was it. We're going down, down, baby. No Damn. Okay, so now that you mentioned Ludacris, see, now that you mentioned Ludacris, I have to do some honorable mentions. Yeah. Because um, oh, with dude. him, yep. um, let's see, let's go with um, Stand Up Stand by Ludacris. When I move, you move just, just like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the one everybody remembers. Move, bitch. bitch. Yeah, get yeah. out the way. If you see me on the highway, get, get out, out of the my way. way. Um, I also have to go with uh, they know who we are, yeah, yeah. the niggas in the caviar. Dude, he, he pimping all yeah, over he the had world. Some nice yeah. club hits. Mm-hmm. You know? But but what was great about him was that he like you know like Busta like Missy and everything was yep. about like that surreal humor. Yep. Like his videos were fucking batshit insane. Well, and um, but the, and all, and also he. Uh, also wanted he showed range because yeah. not only did he did party uh albums and everything yeah. but he also did socially conscious yep. ones like release therapy yeah was like the first time we actually saw him get serious and he's like you know yep. singing about like you know runaways and like you know disenfranchised people yeah. the early 2000s like i said there's here and there mm-hmm. like people remember the kind of corny ass songs from it like yeah. uh, what's his name oh fuck uh shit cisco yeah. The thong song? Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Or anything by Little John? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's there's uh there's certain songs that are funny in hip hop that mm-hmm. are, still hold up to this day. Mm-hmm. Like who doesn't like uh Big Butts? <laughs> Come on, man. Not a fan of that, honestly. No. Is it, it okay? Like I do, I do I have a level when it comes to corniness. There's only so much, man. You know which was corny as fuck too, but for some reason, mm-hmm. when I used to host karaoke, everybody mm-hmm. and their mother wanted to do it mm-hmm. because. Oh, I fucking hate. That I was song. gonna clean up my room. But then I got high. I got sick of that song. I got. You know why I got sick of that song? Because of that uh, that one uh, f- friend I uh, I told you about, fucking Brian. He used to blare that song all the fucking time. Yeah. And you know what the funny thing about that song is? It is a cautionary tale, but people miss it because it sounds yeah. so like you know. 
comedic and everything. Yeah, well, his yeah. other song, Afro Man, was actually more fun than that one. Yeah. It, you, I think you've heard it. He goes, uh, see, smooth, smooth. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Cool 45, two zigzags. Cool 45, two zigzags. I know that album, but not by choice. It's because <laughs> my friend used to play that album every fucking time. Yeah. To the point where I fucking like cannot stand it now. He's a white kid, right? <laughs> oh, totally. That's why he, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, see, the thing is, once in a while, the white kids got to get their song. Like going back to black young, uh, young black teenagers. Yeah. Which was five white guys. Yeah. I always love to tell people that. They're like, why, why are they called black young black teenagers? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, irony, I guess. They had two songs that I remember. Yeah. One of them was Tap yeah. the Bottle and Twist the cap. cap. And then there was. Which uh, always takes me back to House Guest. And then the, the, the second one was I Fuck Kelly Bundy. Oh, I remember you telling me about that yeah, one. Yeah, I fucked Kelly Bundy. Those yeah. are the only two songs I remember. Tw- Twist a Cap, I remember a lot because not only was that their big mainstream hit, but also takes yeah. me back to uh, House Guest yeah. with Sinbad. You know who people technically kind of think could consider a hip hop song? Mm. Um, Mammals. Yeah. You know that one? Wait, right? from Bloodhound Gang? Yeah. Oh, God. Because he, he raps it. Sweat, baby, yeah. sweat. But I be wet as a Texas drop. See, I fucking hate Bloodhound Gang too. Like, they're those <laughs> fucking lame ass. See, I can appreciate comedy groups, yeah. But then there are ones who just have that fucking pick me energy, yeah. <laughs> and you know that they're not going to last because yeah. here's the thing: like Eminem was able to do his comedy stuff because he was able to back it up with raw yep. talent. Bloodhound Gang, they just do comedy shit and what else? Yep. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. And, and groups like Limp Bizkit, not for nothing. If it wasn't for, I think the the one the music brought people more in than Fred Durst's lyrics. Yeah. Because he had kind of a whiny voice. Oh, he did. He had a fake tough guy voice. You know, yeah. Yeah, he had a he, suburban. He had a, he, those suburban kids who try to act hard yeah. type of voice. But the, the, yeah, because he especially displayed it in uh, that their first kind of big hit was a cover of uh, "Faith" mm-hmm. by George Michael. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of their first big hit. Yeah. And I think it was more Wes Borland that people were interested in. Wes Borland was like the the Paul McCartney, the Dave the Grohl. Slash. The slash, the real talent. The real talent. And yeah. then you have like the loudmouth asshole as the frontman. Fun fact. Yeah. They have something in common with uh, House of Pain. Mm. They had the same DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. House of Pain's yeah. DJ, DJ Lethal yeah, yeah, yeah. is also uh, fucking uh, Limp Bizkit's DJ. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, uh, now that you mentioned Limp Bizkit, there is one song of theirs that I actually do dig. Um, uh What's up? Rolling? <laughs> no. Um in Together Now, it was him and Method Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That beat went hard, man, and it was a really good flow. And That's another song I didn't include. Oh, man, yeah, how yeah, can yeah. I forget that one? Method, no, no, Method Man. Yeah. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Yeah. Come on, hey, you, you get off my, my cloud. Style. You don't know me, you don't know my style. We be getting bombed when it comes to the jam. Here I am, here I am, the method man. See, Sorry, and, I can keep yeah. going on with that one. See, and that was the, see, that's what made this like a listening tough man and everything, yep. you know. But uh, but yeah, so those are our, our, our favorite like, you know, tracks of all time. That I can still listen to to this day and mm-hmm. bop. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, but, um, dang it, yeah. It was tough, man. Like, yeah. just five. Ugh. Just five. Five is hard. It is. But if we went with ten, we'd, we'd be here all day. Oh, forget! I'd be here a month. Yeah, a month. It, it would be like that Zootopia when we went to the DMV. It's night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. There's so many. I mean, every era, and we'll close out with just talking about this. Every era, I think, had mm-hmm. their top five. Yeah. I mean, you can't really speak all time because mm-hmm. you got the '80s, you got '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, the the best era of for hip-hop was Mm -hmm. 80s 90s i agree 80s 90s 
early 2000s and then when all these SoundCloud rappers started coming out with their mm-hmm. little like little Zane, little mm-hmm. Peep, little this, little mm-hmm. that, I blame little Wayne. He yeah. was the first one to start doing that. Dude. And little John. All right. Honestly, I could, honestly, gun to my head, I couldn't tell you a little Wayne song. Honestly, straight up, little Wayne is straight up fucking overrated. Yeah. Like I, I will say that. Like honestly, I don't know one of his songs. Here's the thing, like he has this cult hold on people his fans are like the fucking beyonce of hip-hop and everything well he's more a character than he is i never yeah a hip-hop artist a lot of people like would say like oh he's one of the best no no he's fucking mid and honestly i think a lot of people like hype him up because he came in during a time when honestly the standard and like especially mainstream hip-hop was fucking low yeah you know you know it's funny but neither who neither one of us mentioned Mm. (laughs) and i think he's pretty great is Mm. jay-z yeah Jay Z's good, yeah. To me, Jay Z, his first few albums were really good. After mm-hmm. that, it kind of fell off. Have, the last song I really heard by uh, Jay Z that I really vibed to was mm-hmm. "Empire State of Mind" with uh, Alicia Keys. I wasn't a fan of that song, no, to be honest with you. I'd say that was yeah. up to that one, but then after that, I was like, eh. see, I like um, honestly, like Jay Z, like you know, actually is underrated as a rapper because a lot of him, like a lot of people, think of him as like you know the uh, the mogul. Yeah. Well, um, according him to him, he's the yeah. best one of all time. Yeah. But uh, but he had like some really great work with Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah. we need to mention as well because Pharrell is yeah. just, well, just one of the greatest an, producers. Of one of the greatest producers. One of the greatest artists too because Fronting yeah. is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Well, um, who doesn't like happy? Right. Because I'm happy. happy. But like when he came happy out with the better. Neptunes present, like yeah. that that's what solidified him to me oh, and yeah. everything. But like um also have to mention um Lupe Fiasco. Oh dude, yeah. Because he's, he's a he's a very underrated talent. You know one of my favorite songs that he did? Uh it's called um Battle Scars. Yeah. It's a it's a love song. It's mm-hmm. him and this uh British dude. Mm-hmm. You've heard it before. Yeah. These battle scars mm-hmm. don't look like they're fading. Don't mm-hmm. look like they ever gone away. Yeah. And another kid that everybody loves, honestly, I really don't know a lot of his music. Is Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar? I was actually I was going to mention Kendrick because you know he's like this yeah, generation's good one. Like he's you know? he's just generation's Chuck D. In yeah. terms, of, yeah. No, because um, I'm glad you mentioned Kendrick because I just wanted to like add real quick is that even though there are lulls when it comes to like music genres, there's always like those um high points there's always like those figures there that are still like uh keeping the game alive with raw talent yep. kendrick lamar is one of them like uh you know for the 2010s and, and up and everything he's one of the very few um artists that has his own voice and is also like rapping like you know um has that old school storytelling about him with that new yep. school production and everything like let me tell you like Kendrick is one of my favorites, absolutely. Like, well, um, uh, "Good Kid, Mad City" is one of my favorite albums yeah. of all time. You know, you know what's a, a good, honestly, a movie soundtrack slash kind of hip hop R and B soundtrack mm-hmm. is, and you're gonna laugh. Into the Spider Verse. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Like, uh, no. Like, I'm not gonna up, laugh. What's up, Danger? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, it's weird that you say you're gonna laugh because that one, that's one of my favorite albums, <laughs> and two, that is pure hip hop because yeah. Miles Morales is. A hip hop yep. fan and everything. Well, so. that was honestly that album, Sunflower, mm. was the one that made me kind of change my mind about mm. Post Malone. Yeah, because at first I was like, eh, 
You know what? You know, like, what was that one song? Congratulations. Oh, your uh, oldest daughter's grad th- uh, yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, is this guy drunk or yeah. high? And then he looks like he smells like pee. Yeah. <laughs> he but, did. Uh, yeah. But actually, you know what made me change, change my mind about him? Like, I mean, like, I didn't really have an opinion against him or right. for him. I was like, okay, that's, that's cool and everything. But what made me realize, oh, shit, this dude's talented is when he did a cover of Return of the Mac. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, damn. I forgot Return, Return of the Mac. Of the Mac. That, is, that is a good one, man. But anyway, we can keep going on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Any last words? Uh, and you don't stop. Today. That, hey, Poppy, you, you don't, don't stop. stop. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember to follow us on social media. We are at the Minorities Report. And on TikTok, we have a backup account. as a Minorities Report 2.0. Tune in every Friday where we will bring you some nonsense. Go ahead and give us a message on our Instagram if you want us to cover anything. And if you want to just give us a holler and let us know how we're doing. We will see you.